And we're back. Okay, so now we're talking about cinema. Um, this weekend, um, we're wrapping up in the box office. Uh, Alita Battle Angel came out. And um, we're just looking up right now. Um, how did it do so far, this opening weekend? Well, the opening weekend, it was less than 41.7 million. That is bad. And yeah. um, how much was the cost? Uh, let me see. It was by Fox, and it was supposedly around two hundred million to produce. Eesh. That's before tax. So, man. So yeah, the net budget down approximately like one hundred and seventy million. Uh, and what about marketing? Uh, so far I'm going towards it's. It just opened up in Japan and China on Friday, so it was worldwide release. Okay. So pretty much. So. <laughs> it didn't do well worldwide. Period. Oh man, that's that's man, that's bad. You know what's funny? It, it will still it will still garner as an A plus or A, A in an A type movie. Right. It was it's still great as A. Rotten Tomatoes still gave it like yeah know, yeah, yeah scores and stuff. It's it's, it's kind of weird. It's it's a good movie, but nobody wants to watch it. All right. So would you consider this to be the the year's the uh, first flop? Flop and as in financial flop, yeah. Yeah. But not flop as in caliber and quality. It's still a James Cameron film. Well, flop is a flop. True, true, but but so did uh, the original, you know, uh, the Scarface. It it was loved after people saw it on TV the first time. Yeah. And then it became iconic. Yeah. It did better in homes and videos than it did on movie theaters. Yeah. So it's, it's, it just happens that way in this case. Yeah. But yeah, I'm surprised because remember during Comic Con. Mm-hmm. We saw the hype for it, the trailers, the yeah, of the, the animation. Even had the German actor who was from Inglorious Bastard. Yeah, and yeah, and the, the same guy from uh, you know, Django Unchanged, mm-hmm. and the villain from uh, Green Hornet. I was like, that's him. I'm gonna watch it just because of that guy. Yeah, I've got his name. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's so iconic as a good actor. Oh yeah, like he, yeah, he sold it very well. Um, no, the thing is, is um, Hollywood never had a good track record when it comes to doing live action anime adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, good example: Ghost in the Shell, um, Dragon Ball. Okay, that's uh, see, but that was done poorly because it wasn't true to the source. Right. Especially Dragon Ball. Oh, uh, let's not talk about that. No. In fact, uh, the campy version was way better. Yeah, the Chinese uh, campy version. Oh yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, that was better. It was a, it was Journey to the West meets Dragon Ball. Yeah, they just like merged the merged to both of them yeah, together. Yeah. The two universes as one. Yeah, um, yeah, that was real good. <laughs> here, here's a here's a little fun fact about the dra- the live action Dragon Ball movie. Which one? Um, the live action one, the horrible one. Oh, the Chinese fat one. Uh, yeah, they said that the uh, the writing staff was so ashamed mm-hmm. that they actually. Um, Seppuku suicide. No, oh. they uh, they actually wrote a letter of apologize and published it because saying how bad that they destroyed that film, how bad they written that film. I was lucky to be honest. And they were they actually even um, the money that they got, they actually even went and tried to donate it to Akira Toyama as a way of saying they're sorry for ruining his art his work. I understand why. Yeah, but I was lucky. People warned me before watching it. Oh, oh no I, I saw the trailer the very first time when I saw that movie mm-hmm. the trailer yeah. I was like no I'm out I'm not gonna watch it I saw the trailer too and I thought it was aimed for kids and I'm like I might 
give it a try because it wasn't enough showcasing it. Mm-hmm. It might be one of those films where the trailer doesn't do it justice. Um, I was giving the benefit of the doubt. Right. But then everybody warned me. It was like, don't go there. Godzilla's there. <laughs> you know that type? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't watch it. Don't even think about watching it. Yeah. I don't it's care like, you're a child, you're a fat fan. This ain't a better tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is a better tomorrow. Anymore. Sad ending. Starts yeah. it. <laughs> and then, and Gets like, worse. What? No, no shooting? No, nothing. I, was, I didn't even know who the bad guy was. Supposedly it was Piccolo. Yeah. And somebody told me, don't watch it. You will not love it. You were because I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan. Oh, of course. We all are. But yeah. yeah. But getting back to this, is like, okay, that was just the source material for those. It was horrible. Ghost yeah. and Shell had a good try. Yeah. It, it did it, it did it did pretty well. I mean, it was a different take on it. Right. For what they had. It was it was a, a Korean company, right, who really uh, sponsored and made the film. Kind think of the so, same yeah. one with yeah. Lucy. Yeah, I think so. But Korea lately has been getting into Hollywood and tapping into the anime. Because, you know, uh, Japanese aren't. They're not exposing their anime style to the American film audience. No, no, no. So, no, like, no. Koreans come, they're tapping it in. And, like, even the World of Warcraft, or, you know, the Warcraft genre? Yeah, the World of Warcraft, yeah. It's tapped in by the Chinese market. Yeah. Same thing with the Hasbro's and Transformers. Yeah. Th- those are, the Chinese sees it, they're like, oh, how come, this, these would be good for making movies. Yeah. They kind of sponsor and give money, you know, mm-hmm. and produce it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, don't get me wrong. Like, um, even in Japan, mm-hmm. when they try to do live action um, adaptations of animes yeah, themselves, like Devilman, stuff like that. Yeah, like they know which ones they can do mm-hmm. and which ones they can't do. Good example, I'll give you one. They could do good. Mm. Eight Man. They've already done it as I a know. TV special, and it was good. Yeah, it, it, it was good. It was, uh, it was true to the source. Yeah, um, they did a Ram and a Half one. Yeah, I saw that one. That one was really good. Mm-hmm. And then you had yes. other ones like um, Devil Man. Devil Man that wasn't wow, really, really that good. good. Yeah. Um. They. I just saw. I. I just recently saw. Um. The Pat Labor. The oh. Pat Labor mm-hmm. one. How was it? Pretty good. It was pretty good. They act. They literally had to actually make a Pat Labor. <laughs> Was it there? Was it a real? Yeah, it was a real one. Robot moving and all that. Yeah, just basic movement of posing and stuff okay, like that. Okay, but they actually had to build one for realism. Okay, kind of like what what uh, Jabba the Hutt was. Yeah, so it was basically the same size as a mobile suit Gundam statue. Okay, that's pretty good then. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's source material is is key. But James Cameron, I heard, he acknowledged it and he adapted it well. It's still a good movie. It's just it flopped in financial terms. Yeah, yeah. It might be a sleeper hit. It might be like, oh, wait, now we might have to go see it. Yeah, well, uh, I have to go watch it because I... I'm cause watch I, it. I, mm-hmm. just, I, I, it's, it's still a good rated movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I got to watch it because, like, you know, we got to write a review for it, so... Here's a question. Why did it flop? It looked... The trailer looked good. I look, it looked enthralling. It looked intriguing. It had a good actor. I think the problem is, the is guy, okay. Here's the thing: the German actor remind me of Geppetto, <laughs> and Alita was his android robot, Pinocchio. And I try to find humanism. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about the story, by the way. Okay. So I, I don't know if it's. But I was reading that it was true to the source and all that stuff. So I'm just. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just taking that as, as part of the. Yeah, the lore. I, I think I think the main issue, um, I think is the, missing in translation. Um, a lot of 
things tend to be mistranslated over mm-hmm. here in the West. Um, good example, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yes, yes. Um, how the way they try to make the film and stuff like that. Comparing it to the anime series, especially Standalone Complex. Yeah. Um, Standalone Complex was translated to the T. Mm-hmm. And it was loved. Like you seen it, yeah. You liked it. You loved it. I love I, the intro to the PlayStation game alone. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, I have intro. it. Yeah, <laughs> I just watched the intro. I don't even play the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, the, play, the PlayStation One game. Yeah, it was okay. You you spent the entire game in a tachikoma. It was still, it was the intro was badass. I thought. It was, yeah, that was like an anime movie intro. I was like, whoa. Oh, you need to play the PlayStation Two one. That one was good. Okay. I, I have a copy. <laughs> um, but the thing is, um. I think the I think the main problem here is also to lost in translation. Lost in translation and cultural differences. Ironically, that's a Scarlett Johansson film, also. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, cult, yeah, it's like cultural differences because um, it, it it to me was just like Ghost in the Shell, yeah. um, Battle Angel Lita mm-hmm. was a cyberpunk thing. Yeah, yeah theme. Yeah. And a lot of people tend to forget or just don't know what cyberpunk is. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, yeah, like cyberpunk versus steampunk. That's I'm more of a steampunk kind of guy. Yeah, but cyberpunk for me is it's more like Blade Runner type. Yeah, Blade Runner is a cyberpunk. That's the thing I don't consider it cyberpunk because it's so relatable to all. Ironically, James Cameron again. It's so relatable that I can see it happening. Right. It's just a, a turn in the future that went to this route. Yeah. Versus steampunk is like a retrospect of what's been good mm-hmm. and using it in a modern sense. Yeah. Like steam engines and all that, this archaic mm-hmm. engineering type. Yeah. Well, um, in the words of Mike Pondsmith, um, steampunk is, you know, uh, high technology, low life. Yeah. That's basically steam um, cyberpunk, you know. Uh, cost of living is relatively cheap, mm-hmm. but technology is so advanced that even the people in the slums can get a piece of that technology yeah. and dive into it. it technology is uh, everyday part of life. Okay, would you consider the Ready Player One a cyberpunk? Film? Yes. Really? Yes, it is. To be to be honest, I I, I see it as like. A- um, a Total Recall type film. Total Recall was also a cyberpunk. Really? Yeah. I would say, uh, one thing cyberpunk, I really think of, like, uh, remember that Netflix series with the uh, the assassins? Oh, Ar- Art and Carbon? Yeah, yeah with, um, the, uh, Alter Carbon. Yeah. Uh, that's to me is cyberpunk. It is cyberpunk. But Blade Runner to me seems so plausible. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but if you actually read the original book, mm-hmm. um, the original book was uh, was written by um, Philip K. Dick, and it was called "Do Androids Dream of Electronic Sheep?" Yeah, it was a cyberpunk I heard about book. That book yeah. yeah, it's a really great book. Um, I've read it numerous times. It's really good. Kind of like Tokyo 2025, I think. With uh, yeah, what's his name? One uh, Call iPhone. <laughs> Damn, forgot that film. I love that film too. Yeah. Um, with Tony uh, Long, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a cyberpunk. Yeah, that was his first attempt in cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. He did a good job. Yeah, um, yeah. See, and, that, and that's the thing too with with uh, cyberpunk. Um, 
You go high, with every culture, to be honest. It, it can go with every culture, but they have to have the common mm-hmm. high high technology, yeah. lower life. Yeah. Um, in the middle, they could both meet in the middle, but the problem is if you're gonna meet in the middle, yeah, they ha- it has to be written in a very knowledgeable way. The question of humanity is always the question. Mm-hmm. Like in Armitage. Yes, like Armitage is a really good example of yeah. cyberpunk. It's like when does life begin? If we create from a you know a machine, yeah, and it has thought and feeling mm-hmm. that considered. It, it's, it's, it's funny because when you said when you, I would think of uh, Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. You're right. There is a mistranslation. Yeah. Because the American movie version felt like, oh, it's a person in a new body. No, mm-hmm. the the original one was your mind is immortal. Yeah. That the body isn't, and yeah. it mm-hmm. seemed like when they did the American one. Oh, it's just you in a new body. It's just you in this body. It's your old memory in this one. Yeah. But in, but in the original one, it, it, the cartoon felt like, no, no, it's about the mind. Mm-hmm. The, the body doesn't matter. You always, the mind is immortal, not you always get a new body. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, I've seen the mistranslation a bit. Mm-hmm. And the cue was, oh, I could get a new body, you know. Yeah, yeah see. It, like, oh, I could, you know, go a different person, getting, you know, move around technology. Yeah. But the original felt like, no, your mind can be immortal. Yeah. Ultra carbon. Yep. Yeah. But anywho, I can't see why. I have no reason why it flopped, to be honest. Um, yeah. Um, James Cameron. Do you, well, like I said, you know, cyberpunk is not a very popular. It's not a very popular genre. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hard to get into. Um, not only that, too, but also um, what I've heard. It's not mainstream. It, oh yeah, the series itself wasn't mainstream in Japan. It's it not was like, uh, iRobot, which yeah, was mainstream this, cyberpunk, pretty much. Yes. Okay. Um, this was like backbone cyberpunk, playing cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, nitty gritty cyberpunk. Um, a good example: a lot of the anime, um, mm-hmm. uh, animes in the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah. That was cyberpunk. Yeah, no, a lot. So yeah. So it was That's basically like that. One, two, three. Yeah. Which is, I call it, uh, the forefather of our robot. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was watching the movie with a buddy, Ken. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, guy. I'm like, what, what? This is Armitage. Oh, my God, it is. <laughs> so when we can get the android becomes pregnant. That's, that got to be iRobot 3. Oh, yeah, that's Armitage 3. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, yeah, this is Armitage. Yeah. It is. It's, it's so creepy. Yeah. And it's almost like Dominion Tank Police. And oh then, yeah. And then that movie came out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I actually don't have a reason why it should flop. It's it's just it. I, I think the advertising was bad, or he was just. I think they didn't really advertise it that much, and also two people were, like, you gotta remember they they're releasing it three weeks before Captain Marvel comes out. Still, though, I mean, there's nothing in between that. That's true, but I think people are more focused on Captain Marvel, and then. The um, Avengers Endgame. To be honest, I thought people just creeped out by the, the way the the CG in this thing. It looked real good, real ultra real. Maybe. And it's it's like they can't get past the fact that they're caring for a robot. Yeah. Maybe that's the, that's the true essence. Yeah, but also um, another thing too is um, they packed in four story arcs into one movie. Really? Yeah. I, I see. Um, I have to. I'm gonna ask you on the comic. Um, the manga. Yeah. What's up? So what's the the main theme of it? So far, it seems like kind of like Armitage. To me, um, it's sort of what I read into it. Uh-huh. Kind of like uh, creating life. 
Yeah. When this began, does he question the morality that if that has sentient and has feelings? Uh, should it not be used in a like demolition type of way. Yeah, no, actually, um, Alita: Battle Angel is basically um, a man finds a body of an android, uh-huh. um, still intact, brain still functions fine and everything. Yeah, uh, rebuilds the body, um, and she's trying to remember who she was because she had total amnesia, mm-hmm. and she's trying to remember who she was, she was android, before. Right? She was android to begin with. Yeah. Okay. So she's trying to remember who she was, so and then little by little, throughout the series, uh-huh. the the manga series, she finds little bits and pieces of who she was, what was her previous life, uh-huh. and what she did from there. So I mean, is in this universe, mm-hmm. do the androids are treated as equals already, or they're still like the? No, know, they're the more treated um, like a tool. Um, because you know those death matches, it seems like they were just being. Because I saw the trailer. Yeah, Murderball. Yeah, Murderball. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, in, the, in the manga it was called Murderball, but in um, here, um, when they translated it, they called it uh, Motorball. Oh, so, uh, yeah, I uh, but Murderball is, is Murderball's fun. Yeah. Um, like no, football. no, no. It, it's just yeah. um, they treat it as objects, though, right? They still treat it as objects. It's, still, it's like a little bit of Blade Runner. Okay, you know, okay. it's like that. Um, but they do have, they do feel emotions. But they acknowledge like who is a replicate. <laughs> I don't want to use that word. Yeah. Who's an android? Who's not? They yeah. They know, they know who's an android, who's not, and who's superior and who's not superior. Okay. So yeah, they do have uh, fully functional knowledge and everything. So this goes to the question of class then. Pretty much. Ascension real class of born organically versus. Yeah. You know, android. Um, good example of this would be um, Galaxy Express Nine Nine Nine. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah. Love that movie. I mean. Yep. The train in space. Yep. The biggest <laughs> tearjerker of all really? the anime. You know what? I, I watched it when I was a kid and I didn't quite understand it, so I didn't really. I had a, I watched it. I watched the TV series and I watched all three movies. Mm-hmm. Once I figured it out later in life, yeah. then it got to me and I understood it. And I knew who were the protagonists, who were the victims. You know who did what in order to need to survive and everything. So yeah, when I was watching it, I felt like like it was a a, a nightmare dream. Mm-hmm. That, you know how you're being chased and run forever. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Because every it was still on the train, you can't escape it. No, for for me was outside uh, of space. You either that or you stay in the train and see where it goes. No, see the thing was um, it was endless. That was, was no no no. no. The, the thing was um, the the main question is how far are you willing to go to be immortal? Yeah. And what was the cost? Yeah. I guess, but... <laughs> yeah, because, like, uh, the main character, him and his mother wanted to go to Pluto. Yeah. No, the, no, wanted to go to the planet Mattel. Mm-hmm. Maytel, yes. Maytel. And... Next to Hasbro. Want, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they wanted to go to the planet Maytel and to trade out their human bodies for android bodies. Mm-hmm. And so they can live forever. Yeah. But when his mother was killed by an android duke, mm-hmm. um, it questioned his theory while he got on the train by um, a female uh, heiress. Um, she drinks wine the most? Mm-hmm. The one that drinks wine the most, I call it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> she, I, I, have, I have horrible name. Maybe yeah. I was too young. Um, the wine drinker. Yeah. Um, she helped him get on the train and always kind of question like yeah. so why do you want why do you want an android body what makes it so good like why do you want it and then once you get 
to the end, to near end of the series and the movie, plot twist, I'm not going to spill it, but then you see, like, you know, the end result. Um, but it was really good. But, yeah, um, I think another good thing, too, that an- another question I would bring up, too, is why Hollywood has a bad track record with anime, live-action anime films. See, the first one I could think of that actually I liked and tolerated <laughs> was Fist of the North Star. The live action one? Yeah. I, I thought that was okay, but it wasn't great, but it was a good attempt. Right. Because, you know, with Gary Daniels as Ken and then and Malcolm McDowell mm-hmm. as his teacher. And then, then he became a mummy and came back to life. I'm like, I don't remember this in anime. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now he's just um, stretching your budget. Yeah. Because they couldn't find a Rao. Yeah. That's that's the problem. I'm like, where's Rao? I was expecting Rao. And mm-hmm. at the end, it was Shin. I'm like, okay. I guess Rao was part two. They never made part two. Yeah. I think that was it. I just want to see the horse and him Rao riding in. Yeah. Destroying everybody. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I guess that's just it. It's just... Um, there's a lot of... Mo- I know down the road they're going to try to do more movies to um, do anime right here in the United States. Mm-hmm. If there's one movie that I would recommend to watch that is already live action, that done anime right, Which one? Uh, I Am Hero. I Am Hero, I Am Hero. Which? It's based off of a Japanese manga horror story about... Um, oh, wait, wait, Hero, H-I-R-O. H-E-R-O. No, H-I-R-O. No. Hero, his name is Hero. No, yeah, but but play on words. I know, I am but yeah. I am heroes. Heroes spell H I R O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, is that I the saw, zombie one? Yes. Yeah, I seen it. Yeah, um, I'm telling the viewers, watch <laughs> it. it. It's a really good example of how to do a horror movie right nowadays, and also how to adapt an anime or a manga the right way. But you want to recommend that movie? I just realized that. You what? want to tell me to watch it? So yep. I watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think? If 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 you, if it wasn't for Zombieland, some but my niche of that type of you know average guy fighting zombies in mm-hmm. a backpack and stuff. Yeah. It was already filled. Now I'm trying to question who influenced who. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh huh. And they both were good. Yeah. They could be parallel. They could join up. I'm thinking, man, one of these guys would meet up one day. Yeah. Just cross the sea to mm-hmm. America, or he decided to cross the sea to Japan. Yeah. Like, oh, Japan must not not have zombies, because we we didn't hear anything from Japan. And he goes there. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh boy, and he meets hero. Yeah. So. All right then. Well, I guess that's it for this week. Um, we'll be back next week, or unless if you have anything you want to put in. No, I mean I'm I'm just looking at the, the box office number. Valley is number one. Yes. Yeah. Still number one at the box office, right? But it didn't garner enough where it made profit. Gotcha. The budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's number one, but it's a flop. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's mm-hmm. from a James Cameron film. Yeah, this is like Titanic. The way it oh, yeah. blew stuff out of the water, literally. Yeah. And Avatar. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. How would Avatar be received now? The next one. Yeah. First Avatar. Okay, it was a, it was a gimmick. People wanted to go watch it because it, they thought something, and then they finally watch it. Like, yeah, I don't really. Yeah. Had bad yeah. taste in your mouth. 
kind of thing. I didn't watch it because I when I when I first saw the trailer and all that, I was like, really, you guys are hyping up over this. Yeah, it's like, and then you finish watching, it's like, yeah, it was good in three D. And in in essence, it was just dancing with wolves in space. Yeah. Pretty and that much. Was it. Yeah. And so. I don't know how they can continue it. So. Yeah, it's been in developmental hill for years. So. Did James Cameron flop the game with the Aliens remake? I mean, it wasn't his, right? I mean, he just... Which one? The new one that came out. Uh, about two years ago. Oh, Prometheus? Yeah, not Prometheus, the one after that. Aliens. No, that was really Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Wrong director. Yeah, yeah. James Cameron did it's Aliens. Aliens. Yeah, I know. Part two. Boy. They both got bad track records. <laughs> Time to... Um, yeah. Um, retire the old director's chair. Yeah. So... Still, yeah, it looked know. good. It looked good. Yeah, it did. I was just surprised when he made like thirty-three million. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. So well, he beat Lego films. <laughs> that one was a disappointment. That was number two, by the way. Yeah. Oh uh, well, uh, you know it's still number ten. Mm. It's, it's it's been out longer and it's still top ten. Mm. The Green Book. Cheese whiz. Hey, it shows it shows that it's a good film. Yeah. It's still top ten. Yes. Yeah. So what do you expect to see? What the next live anime action film we think should be next? I don't know, it's kinda of hard because and it's rumor no, it's rumored that they want to do a mobile suit Gundam. And Gundam turns forty this year. Who's doing it then? Good good question, eh? Yeah. But also it depends if Sunrise will let them and Bandai will let them. Mm-hmm. Would Disney ever get in the anime game? No. It seems like they're the, they are the perfect you know, stratagem of making anime films. Introduce it slowly and let the American audience or the world audience accept the Japanese style of storytelling. Slowly. Because what everybody else tries to do, they try to throw it at you real hard. Nah, because that's the competition. Even with... Um Disney trying to promote their stuff out in Japan, uh-huh. it still gets out beaten by by anime. But anime is is I, I read somewhere that anime was not really meant for Japanese people. The Japanese anime companies mm-hmm. are designing it for the whole entire world. Yeah, they're just adding a lot of Japanese stuff in there just mm-hmm. to to make it known that it's anime. Yeah, in reality, a lot of Japanese don't even do that <laughs> kind of stuff. Oh no, yeah, yeah. It, it was just it just to emphasize that it, in Japan this is common. Yeah. And it, it is common. It's like part of their everyday life. Yeah, but majority of people in Japan don't watch anime. It's really, the, whole, the world market is anime. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, no, Japan, they do have a... Um, they have a cult following. They have no, no, they have, a, they have a lot of cult followings and stuff like that and everything, but um, but yeah. It's, it's kind of like us, how we follow like regular 80s cartoons and stuff. It's, it's, like, it's like that big, but anime is bigger outside Japan than it is in Japan. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, there's one anime film or series I think they should adapt just because it's plausible. Mm. Love Hina. <laughs> I just oh, in that case, then might as well just do Tenshi Muyo. No, no, no. <laughs> Closure. I have no closure with that, so I'm going to leave it. Also, it's kind of creepy with the, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Love Hina, it's, it's plausible. Where yeah. I can see a guy trying to win over a girl. The classic love story stuff. Yeah, you might as well just do All oh My Goddess then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it right. In that case, 
Evangelion go a little step further with little mechs no. Yeah. no it's too hard yeah that's too that's too big of a leap yeah way too big love Hina small. The, yeah love Hina Evangelion come on that's about in anime world that's correct uh-huh. well you know what would be good mm. just because it's the little throwback to our old school anime love mm. Golden Boy wow you, I guess it's, it's comedic yeah it's almost Stephen Chow anime. Pretty much. Might as well get Stephen Chow to do it. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. um, news. Stephen Chow. Mm-hmm. He's doing Kung Fu Hustle too. Nice. Yeah. Finally, the Looney yeah. Tunes are back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Kung Fu Hustle 1, go watch it. Or if you haven't seen any of yeah. Stephen Chow's other films, go watch it. Do you have a recommendation of a Stephen Chow film? Besides our, our, our love child of, mm-hmm. you know, God of Cookery. Yeah. Let me see. Hail to the Judge is great. Mm-hmm. Just as my foot. Oh yeah. Yeah, those it's he has a little dark comedy mm-hmm. and extreme comedic stuff, so Officer Don't Shoot Me. Yeah. Uh, Back to School is classic. Back oh, to School yeah. Two. And where he's pretty much um Nick Cannon tried to do his movie. Mm-hmm. Try to steal his uh, remake it. Yeah. But the undercover students one. Yeah. It's basically it's originally was a Stephen Child film called Back to School. Mm-hmm. Oh, fight back to school. That's what it's yeah. called. And the guy of gamblers from him and uh, uh, yeah. Andy Lau, all that stuff. Oh, the ghost assassin. Ghost assassins. Yeah. <laughs> he was hired to kill a ghost of a relative. King of beggars. Oh yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we can name let's we can do a whole list of Stephen Chow films. Yeah, but that'll be another day. Uh, it'd be another year. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Speaking of which. Yeah. But any good Hong Kong cinema flicks? I stopped watching Hong Kong cinema flicks ever since we tried to do more CG stuff. No, I haven't seen any. Um, I haven't seen any in a while. I've been watching a lot of classic ones. Yeah. I'm, so far, yes, the Koreans are doing good jobs. Yeah, the Koreans are doing really, really good right now. They're like, especially too with Kingdom. Oh, wait. How, how was that? Good. The series? It, it is good. For six episodes, uh-huh. it is really good. It is worth the investment. It's worth I, watching. I see on my Netflix all the time. And I'm like... Just think of um, Korean medieval times. Yeah, no, I, I saw the commercials and all that. It's yeah, just, it's... I'm more binge-watching. I hate the fact that certain TV shows on Netflix aren't complete. Yeah. But... No, uh, the, watch it from start to finish. The cliffhanger, great. Mm-hmm. And as of now, they're already in production for season two. Okay. I guess I'll watch it when season one's done. No, season one is done. Okay, season two? They're in production in season two right now, so we speak. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I guess what I saw was season two. I, okay, I, like, well, I was wondering why I jumped right in the middle of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. on the advertisement on Netflix. Yeah, so watch that. That's season one. Yeah. Um, season two is in production. Yeah, I'm so. still doing the Star Trek Discovery thing, so. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay, so put that on yours. All right, then. your list. <laughs> Have you watched Star Trek Discovery? Huh? Uh, no, I've been busy watching um, a lot of uh, It feels like the old one. Oh, okay. The old Spock and uh, gotcha. Kirk, where they, each one has a problem and the, the dilemma, mm-hmm. and no comedic root whatsoever. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I know. That's my my cup of tea, yeah. my Star Trek. All right then. So without further ado, uh, thank you for everyone for listening to this week's show. Um, hope you guys will be coming back next week and listen to us again. Yeah. So on that on that behalf, my name is Captain Katz, one half of Captain Katz and the Night Rider. And we'll make a cut and spread the news on Bell Alita. Make that film live. Give hope for anime. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Manga. Mm-hmm. Manga lives. Do that. Yeah. Do, do yourself a favor. Go watch the movie. We'll try to watch the movie and do a review on it on, on the blog, uh, CaptainCansonTheNightWriter.com. Mm-hmm. Um, also that, follow us on uh, Twitch. No, f- not Twitch. Follow us on Twitter, um, Facebook, um, Instagram as well. We're try- we're going to try to get more on Instagram as well. And also we are trying to get our YouTube and Twitch channel up as running as soon as possible. So we'll let you know on that so through social media. Okay, until then, I uh, hope you guys have a great week. Hope you have a great time and see you guys next week. Happy President Day. Take care.